Hello and welcome to episode 52. Our topic today is goal setting for moms. We're going to share 10 practical and inspiring tips with you. Number eight, it's probably going to surprise you though. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello and welcome to Outnumber the Podcast. I'm Bonnie. And I'm Audrey, and we're homeschooling moms to a combined total of 18 children. We know firsthand that motherhood is full of crazy chaos and overwhelming obligations, but it should also be full of love and laughter. Regardless of where you are on your journey, come join us as we work together to find joy in the chaos of motherhood. Okay, and now we're going to get started on our topic of goal-setting for moms, the mom version. This is part one of a two-part series. Next week, we're going to share about helping kids with all the goals that they set. But first, I have a mom hack for you. Bonnie, do you know how to tell if your kid needs protein? Oh, no, I don't. (laughs) Okay, so so, um, one quick and easy way to tell if you've got a kid that is not getting enough protein is if they pick their nose and eat it. So gross. so gross. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about a little kid that doesn't not like an older kid that has a nasty bad habit. And in my opinion, this is like the nastiest bad habit ever. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. if you, I'm talking about a little kid because it's basically they're just unconsciously instinctively recycling protein. You feed them <laughs> fry them up a great big piece of steak or hamburger just great big piece of meat, red meat, and they'll stop it right away. (laughs) That is really grossly fascinating. (laughs) (laughs) We might have to, we have to do a science uh, project on that. Not an actual (laughs) experiment, but just do some studying. (laughs) You learn about, about the protein in your body. That's interesting. Hmm. Cool. All right. So yeah, let's get started with talking about goal setting for moms. We're going to share 10 practical and inspiring tips um, about moms, setting goals as moms. And we also encourage you to listen to two other of our episodes if you missed them, episode 31 on working moms and episode 37 for stay-at-home moms. Right. We talk a lot about self-improvement in both of those. And so, yeah, that's a good tip. And I wanted to say that, you know, sometimes we get in these phases of life, like the survival times that we have an episode on, where we think we can barely get through the day, let alone take a shower or cook nutritious foods. And the idea of setting lofty goals for ourselves is just so overwhelming, makes you want to cry. That's not what we're talking about today. (laughs) But when life is going okay, it can be also easy to just get through the day, right? Um, I really feel though that we both do that by setting goals for ourselves and accomplishing them, we can improve ourselves in such a way that it positively affects everyone around us, including our children, especially our children and our husband. So just, just food for thought here at the beginning of the year. Yes, exactly. Um, we want to be the ones being the right example for our kids. We want them setting goals someday. And we need to be an example of them on setting and attaining goals. All right. So tip number one is dream big. Don't be afraid to set goals because you have kids. <laughs> it's, it's very easy to say, well, I'm a mom. And actually, I have a I have a, a joke, a standing joke where I say, oh, I've got a list um, of things I'm going to do when all my kids are grown up. You know, I'm going to learn how to watercolor. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. Well, that is a joke. I, I do have some goals. And 
and I don't, and I'm not afraid to dream big just because I have kids. Don't put yourself second place just because you're a mom. Set goals. Yeah, this is something I tell myself all the time. It's not hard for me to dream big because I'm always uh, going and doing and thinking about what the next um, fun thing is that I can accomplish or um, goal that I can that I can reach. But I realize not everyone is like that. Some people would prefer to just be moms and um, not worry about their own uh, goals and dreams later on. But I would just challenge you to think if you are pushing things off that could be done and, and improved upon in yourself right now, right? Um, we can often do more than we think we can. And whatever we do to improve ourselves now improves our family as well. Um, so I love setting big goals and dreams and and trying to reach them. One, one example that I wanted to uh, mention really quickly when you said watercoloring is I'd always wanted to paint. And I didn't think I had any artistic ability. Um, but I decided to just take a painting class at my local community. Well, I guess it was the library or something like that. Um, so it was super cheap. It cost some money to buy the supplies, but I had so much fun. And the interesting <laughs> thing was everybody thought it was really crazy that I was there. And I think I had six or seven kids at the time. Wow, you're here painting and you have all those kids. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I got to leave the house. <laughs> you know? Um, and it was so fulfilling for me. Once a week, I would go to this place and with a bunch of other young people and um, be creative and talk and we'd listen to music. And I'd, I'd walk away with something that, I mean, it was no Picasso, but it was fun. And it was something yeah. that I'd never done before. And I really, really felt fulfilled doing that. Um, and, and I haven't done it since, which is fine, but it really kind of got it out of my system. And I, I realized I did have a little artistic ability and I felt it made me feel great. That is so cool. I, um, I have a, a sweet, sweet lady that gives, um, a couple of my older kids watercolor painting lessons each week and she keeps bugging me to come over in the evening some you know sometime and and paint with her and I need to do that I, I just need to go and do that sometime yeah I think it'd be great in fact you could even do it as a date with a kid you know I'll take one of you uh, back over there to get some extra practice we can paint together and you know chat about it or whatever yeah yeah that'd be awesome so my final thought about this is just that sometimes we feel like staying at home makes us kind of irrelevant, right? That we're just we're just moms, but yeah. we're amazing people that have all these skills to teach our kids. Why not get more skills to be an even better mom and a, and a better woman, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. All right. Number two, um, this one sounds like it's indirect opposition to number one, but lower your expectations. <laughs> Bonnie and I say that all the time, but it's it's true. If if you do not lower your expectations, you're going to be frustrated. The definition of frustration is unmet expectations. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you just you set your expectations too high and you got frustrated because you didn't meet them. Lower your expectations. Yes. Yes. Have goals. Dream big. But on a daily basis, probably lower your expectations. Right, exactly. Take away the time frame, right? Um, you know, instead of maybe when you were single, you could say, I'm going to learn to paint and I'm going to do it in the next two months. <laughs> well, maybe as a mom, you say, I'm going to learn to paint, but it might take me a year. That's okay. You still learn to paint, right? And yeah. end result is still the same. And that reminds me of what we talked about in last week's episode on balance. Um, we mentioned that our life might look out of whack on a daily basis, but it will all even out on a weekly or monthly basis. 
right? Yes. So you might have a day that's totally crazy. You get nothing done for yourself. Forget about reaching goals. You're just wiping butts all day long. Um, <laughs> but by the end of the week, hopefully you have worked in some me time. By the end of the month, hopefully you've worked on some goals that you have. So to just lower your expectations of how you're going to realize those dreams, right? Keep the dreams there, but don't get so caught up in if the how is not looking the way you expected and have grace with yourself. Yes, I, I agree with that. Okay, number three is expect interruptions and delays. If you expect them, they won't be so frustrating for you because they're part of your expectations. You are going to get interruptions. You have kids. Hello. They should have <laughs> called them interruptions, not kids, right? <laughs> yes. Oh. And what you just said about... Um, not setting time deadlines, that one is so huge because that's when stress starts building up in the back of my neck and shoulders is mm -hmm. when I've got a time deadline. So, you know, if I can have these goals, uh, but no, no time deadline on them, that's then, then that makes it so much easier to, to deal with the, the daily interruptions because they're, they're going to be there and, and delays also, you know, you might have to be down with sickness with a kid for a week and you don't get anything done. Well, that's okay. You just expected it that week. And then next week you'll be able to start again on, on getting toward your goal. But if you expect the interruptions, they won't be so frustrating. Yeah, totally. Uh, you know, I've heard this concept that the idea of setting goals without time constraints in multiple places recently. And it's a fairly new idea to me. I was, I was always told that you were supposed to set goals with, uh, with a time constraint, right? Like if, if you yeah. don't have a time frame, then you're never going to get them done. But as a mom, I think that that just does not apply. I think that I love that, that idea of just making progress one step in front of the other. And it does not matter how long it takes you to get there. Right. As long as you're alive, you have another day to work on your goal, right? So exactly. today, yeah. most important day. The next, um, number four, the next tip is to focus on the process, not the goal. And my husband has been saying something to me for a couple months now that's really, really been thought provoking for me. So he said, if you set goals, you're a loser every single day until you hit the goal. <laughs> <laughs> because you haven't met the goal that day. Mm -hmm. So his point is to, it's not to not set goals, obviously, but it's to focus on the process. And then if you focus on the process, he says he's a process oriented guy and he focuses on the process. And then every day he has success because he has done something on the process toward meeting the goal. And that that has been so thought provoking to me because oftentimes I have a goal and at the end of the day, I'll feel like, oh, I just didn't accomplish anything today. Well, if I sat down and listed everything I did accomplish, that then I would, you know, <laughs> it would be a huge list. We're moms, right? We're super women. We do everything every day. So my my tip number four is just to focus on the process so that every day you can have success. Wow. I love that thought. That is so great. I actually subconsciously, I have turned to more uh, daily actionable tasks as goals instead of these big lofty goals. So if I want to get in shape, I don't say get in shape or gain muscle or anything. I say 
exercise three times a week. And I didn't realize that I was doing that, but it was just my natural way of not being so overwhelmed and hating myself when I wasn't quote unquote (laughs) in shape, you know? Um, And that has been really, really fulfilling. I, I used to compete in triathlons. I've done quite a few over the years, but they require a lot of time. So I haven't done one in several years, but this is, that was really um, a fun process oriented goal for me, because even though the end goal was to do the race, the real triumphs for me were all those weeks of training. Every time I got out there and ran or swam or biked, I was just so proud that I was working towards something that I never thought I'd be able to do. And even if I hadn't been able to do the race, I would have felt so awesome that all of a sudden I could swim a quarter mile and I could run four miles and I could bike all these miles, you know? So, um, that process is so, so, so important. And many times life will throw a wrench in your plans and you will never meet that final goal because you're a mom and you're taking care of your kids. But if you've done those daily actions of getting there, you will still be a success. Yes, that is absolutely true. And such a good, such a good analogy. Um, training for a triathlon. You could never just get up one day and run it, run, swim and bike a triathlon if you didn't train every single day leading up to it. That's that's huge. You know, I have found something interesting re- recently and I actually um, found a printable that I was going to um, share with my kids. We, we can link it in the show notes. So it's um, the idea of filling in a little circle or coloring a little square for every day of the year so that um, you see your progress toward a goal or you, you know, maybe they have a habit they're trying to kick. And so every day they, if they don't bite their fingernails, they fill in a chart, Mm -hmm. fill in a little circle on the chart. Or if they want to read every day, then they, they fill in a little circle. And it's just um, a way to catalog and keep track of, progress toward a, a yearly a yearly goal that uh, we can link that in the show notes but that's kind of an interesting concept and um, I think the idea is gaining cop- popularity this focusing on the process and not the goal yeah that thought seems to be gaining in popularity because I keep seeing planners popping up everywhere where um, there are these uh, daily tasks of filling in what you're working on for your goals that sort of a thing of of being daily, holding yourself accountable daily. Um, one that I talked about in uh, on Instagram a while ago is called the Anchor Planner. And I really like this one because it's got a gratitude practice every day. It's got um, like these seven big dreams that you're focusing on and daily actions that you put into your, your task list, your to-do list every day on how you're going to reach them. And it really keeps you close to those goals instead of just writing them on January 1st, slapping them on the wall and never looking at them again until the end of the year, right? Um, I'm also a huge fan of goal or vision boards. So putting them on your bathroom mirror or in your closet or someplace, you'll see it every single day to remind yourself, this is the person I'm becoming. Um, It could be a picture of someone who, uh, you know, owns a new car or has paid off their house or whatever you want to do. You can do words, you can do pictures from magazines. Um, but if you're a visual learner, that's a really fun way to keep those goals in the forefront every day. Yes. Yes. We segued right into number five without mentioning it. Number five is write your goals down and revisit them often. So absolutely. Um, if they're not written down, how are you going to get there? <laughs> yeah. Even if they are written down, if you're not seeing them all the time, you're going to forget anyway. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on to number six, set the time aside every day or week to work on your goal. Now we talked about in episode 16, 
we talked a lot about time management and how how you can find time and make more time in your day for the things that you're wanting to accomplish. But you just have to be um, disciplined enough to set aside this time every day or every week. Like last week, we were talking about balance. You might not get it every day. You need to sanctify some time specifically for your working on your goal every week. Yes, this is a great point. And I'm glad you brought that up because I think that the biggest problem we moms have uh, in regards to taking care of ourselves or working on our own self-improvement is that we just let our time that we set aside for ourselves get steamrolled by everything else. There will always be someone who needs you if you're a mom, right? Until they're probably... Oh, I know, I know. Until they're all teenagers and they don't want you around. But most of <laughs> us, that's a ways off. And so if we do not keep that time very sacred and protect it, it will get rolled over. And there is nothing selfish about that. Or rather, I should say, there's nothing wrong with being selfish in that way. There's nothing wrong with being selfish in when it comes to self-improvement that will help both you and your family down the road. Um, this is your education as a mom, right? Your self-fulfillment, how you improve yourself as a person right now. If you don't want to stay stagnant and actually, you know, lose the education that you have and the, and the self-improvement you've built so far, you have got to keep that sanity time safe and you will feel so much better when you take it. But I've seen time and time again, um, especially young moms that do not carve out time for themselves. They just get burned out and they get depressed and they get, and they become miserable and they start resenting their children because they're not taking that time for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is so true. And it's easy to tell ourselves that, you know, they need me more than I need me. I have said that way too many times to myself, but Mm -hmm. really they need me to need me Mm -hmm. so that I can be in a better shape when they need me. I know that sounds really confusing, but think about it for a second. (laughs) All right. Number seven, self-discipline, but with a measure of grace. So this is for yourself. It's talking to you, mom. (laughs) Discipline yourself uh, into setting aside that time like we've been talking about to work on your goals maybe you don't feel like it too bad this is something that you have you have said that you're going to do and you're going to do it so you know put on your running shoes if that's your goal put on your running shoes and get started even if you don't feel like it <laughs> but with a measure of grace i i mean there there are times when Okay, for example, my daughter and I have a goal to exercise every day in 2020. And the first two days of 2020, as you can hear in my voice, we've been down with the flu. But we put on our shoes and we walked, (laughs) staggering, hanging on to each other. We walked. Good for you. Probably good for us to, I know, probably good for us to get some fresh air. And then we came back and we, you know, whatever, gave her, rewarded ourselves for, for doing it. So you have to find that, you have to find that perfect place between self-discipline and grace. Yes. We, we have talked about this tricky balance in the past. Um, so, and again, referring to that idea that we might not be perfect on a daily basis, but we can be on a weekly basis, right? So I like to set a goal of a certain number of hours of working on something or miles walked or ran or whatever. And it might take me a week to accomplish that or maybe even several weeks, but I will get it done. And to also, when it comes to the grace factor, be, be conscious of those external factors that are going to play in, right? So when you're making a goal, 
let's say like my, we talk about my, uh, my running goal I had in October, right? Be conscious of yeah. the fact that there's a holiday there, right? Or that, um, you know, once you start heading into the fall, it becomes six season. So it's possible that somebody's going to come down with something. Um, be aware six that you might- it. 60s in Arizona. It's a little colder than that other places. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, but we still get sick of the same. It makes no sense, but we still get the same sicknesses. Um, or, or sleep regression in a baby or, you know, any number of things that could throw a wrench in the works. But don't let it completely derail your plans, right? Just, you know, sit with yourself, be honest with yourself and say, do I need a break today? Is today, is is reaching for my goal today going to make me a better person or, or going to make things worse? It's possible to make yeah. things worse if you're already you know, overtired, exhausted and stressed out. Right. Um, or do you just need to push yourself a little bit more to hit that goal because it's going to make you a better person. And, and only you can say that in each scenario. Right. Right. Yeah. You have to decide that for yourself. Okay. So this does lead us into number eight, which is if it's not working, try something new. Um, you have to, you have to be wise enough to recognize um, when something's not working, when it's wise to pivot and when you should stick it out. Like you can't just say, oh, I, I ran so hard yesterday. I, I'm too tired to run today. That's not that's not being wise and deciding it's time to pivot. That's just, you know, being lazy. <laughs> uh, but if but if something is truly not working, uh, don't be stubborn and stick with it. If it's if it's an unattainable, unreachable goal that's making your entire yourself and your entire family suffer that be wise enough to know when it's time to pivot. Exactly. A quick example of this is I have a friend who um, uh, is planning, was was planning on running a really long race, like a half marathon or something, and then realized that um, I, she was going to go through a fertility treatment right around the same time. It ended up falling on the same month as this race. And she thought, that's just going to put my body through too much. So she decided to just mm. back it off to like a five or a 10K. She's still going to uh, make the goal to run and she's still going to go to the race, but it's going to be way less taxing on her body that is she's already requiring a lot out of as she goes through this treatment. So I just thought how smart and what a good way of still holding yourself to this goal that you had without killing yourself and maybe even harming your health that needs to be in peak condition for your baby, right? Yeah, that is a perfect example. Um, and sometimes I've found in situations like this, I have to ask somebody else for their advice. Like I'm too close to it, right? I really want to hit that goal or I'm just really, <laughs> really tired. I really want to quit. Sometimes I'll just ask my husband or a friend, what do you think? Do you think I can give this up? My husband's really sweet about saying, yes, just let it go <laughs> when I need to. Uh, but sometimes mm-hmm. you just, your gut will just tell you it's time to quit or it's time to push push through. Yes, that my husband's really good about that too. It always makes me feel kind of like a dunce, like it was pretty obvious when he, you know, speaking it to him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And that is number nine: is speak and share your goals into the world um, with a with a friend, with a spouse, with an accountability partner. So um, talk about them with somebody else. And if you need somebody else to help you attain that. It's like we were talking about our episode on fitness for every mom, that you need to have somebody who will help you attain that that goal of fitness. Um, surround yourself with positive influences. So you can find somebody who will sit on the couch and watch Netflix with you if you want. <laughs> or you can find somebody who will go on a date to... Cinnabon with you if you want, <laughs> or you can find yourself an accountability partner who will go for a walk with you or um, 
you know, do whatever form of exercise you need with you. So surround yourself with positive influences. And along the same note, um, follow goal setters and achievers. Like you kind of, the saying, you are what you eat. Well, you kind of are what you consume, like on social media too. If you follow people, moms who are really negative on social media about their kids, you might kind of turn a little negative about your kids too. Have, have you noticed that, Bonnie? Yes, absolutely. And I will say that in the age of social media, this is one, uh, I know there's good and evil, you know, in regards to social media, but this is one huge pro for social media. I've started following people on Instagram that inspire me daily. I see their posts and I just think she is going for it. I can go for it. But my only word of warning is uh, follow people who are doing attainable things. So, you know, the difference is you might not want to just follow supermodels that, you know, you can never attain their (laughs) level of fitness or rather you can never look how they look. You know what I'm saying? Follow people who are um, building businesses or being creative or, or maybe your dream is to just build your family and and you're following other amazing moms who are, who are being intentional mothers and you want to be just like them. I just think that social media can be so inspiring and uplifting if we are really picky about who we follow and what words and messages we allow into our minds. So that's just my, my little word of warning there. Hey, this week on Instagram, let's, um, make a point of tagging some moms that are inspiring, that we are inspired by. Yes, we will totally do that. Um, And I will also say that don't limit it to people who are only following the dreams that you want. So sometimes I'll follow people who are building businesses that I have no interest in, but they're doing such a great job at it that I just follow them just because they're inspiring and they just share really, really uplifting words, right? Oh, yes. I totally agree with that too. I, I like to see, like I like to celebrate their goals as they celebrate them, even though it's something I have no interest in ever, ever being like, I'll just mention one right here. Like Anna Rifle Bond, I follow her of the rifle, you know, she's the rifle co. She does that beautiful rifle paper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she does them like on shoes and, and fabric and, and like, I love to follow her and I have no desire to start a stationary company, but I love (laughs) celebrating her goals because she's a mom and she's, she's succeeding and, and it's beautiful. Yes, totally. In fact, we'll link a couple of really inspiring people to to follow here and then we'll share it on Instagram as well. Okay, cool. My final thought regarding this is that all of you out there listening, you deserve to succeed at motherhood, at a business goal, at a creativity goal, at a fitness goal, whatever it is that is pulling at your heartstrings, you deserve to succeed, right? Um, (laughs) I think many, many times we ask ourselves, well, I'm not in a good position to reach for a big dream or who am I to to try to accomplish this or that. And as uh, Allison of the Allison Show often says, who are you not to share your talents with the world, right? Who are you not to dream big? I feel like every single one of us was put here for a purpose. And if we are not going out there to find that purpose and to accomplish it, then then what a sad waste, right? Um, and, and again, sometimes that purpose can be just within your own home, just being an exceptional mom to your kids and a wonderful wife to your husband. And maybe it's out there in the world and maybe it's inspiring other women and other men to reach for their own dreams. But whatever you're dreaming, I believe you can accomplish it and you deserve to. Ooh, Bonnie, giving me chills. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Great sister. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Number 10 is celebrate milestones. This is again, part of focusing on the process and not the goal. Celebrate milestones. So if your, your goal is 10 K celebrate every, every one K that you make it to celebrate your milestones. This will help you be focused on the process and, and you did it. You did it. So you deserve it and celebrate those milestones. 
Absolutely. So many of us focus on the end goal that we don't focus on the process. And I think that's detrimental both to ourselves and to others. When we never see people in the grind of reaching their dreams, we think that we'll never get there because we can never reach that, you know, huge thing that they've already accomplished, right? Sometimes I, that's what I dislike about social media is that people aren't posting the hard, tricky stuff in the middle, right? Mm -hmm. So I try to do that. Mm -hmm. I try to say, this is what I did for my business today. And it really stank. (laughs) I had to write an email and it was boring, (laughs) you know, but rather a saying, but I worked on my business or, you know, I I ran the mile and I was so slow and I felt awful and I wanted to throw up at the end, but I did it, you know, and, (laughs) and how inspiring that is to other people to see you slog through it, um, to just post it on, on the internet, shout it from the rooftops, tell your friends, encourage them to come with you, um, to work together and, and have other people follow their dreams right along with you. All right. So my final thoughts on goal setting for moms, um, are kind of related to an article that I read, um, by Joanna Gaines. She wrote this for the Waco in publication. I think it's a, I think it's an online publication. I don't know. It could be an actual magazine. Okay, so she wrote this article called Unclench, and we can link to it. It's several years old, but it still um, attains it. It's it's about decluttering, and it's it's a good one for the beginning of the year. But her thought behind it is to change your mindset from clenching, hanging on to everything, not letting it go, not letting go, to opening your hands and being a giver. Um, change from a keeping everything mentality to a giving mentality and being a giver. And you might think like, what does this have to do with setting and keeping goals? But I think that um, if we can change to kind of a giving mentality, um, we can bless our families and we can bless ourselves by giving to ourselves and giving to our families. So this, this process of setting goals and daily daily working on those goals or weekly working on these goals. It's something that, that we can, can grow by. And, um, yeah, it's just, it was very encouraging to me to read this article. And I think that each one of us as moms has the privilege and the responsibility to set and attain goals. Yes. I love that thought. And I have pondered a lot on the whole scarcity versus abundance mentality. And I think that goes right along with it. Whereas if we look at the world and think, well, I'll never have enough time. I'll never have enough money. I'll never have enough energy to do these things that I want to do. Then chances are good. You'll never have enough. Right. Mm. But if you look at the world as your oyster, this wide open place where you can accomplish anything and there's enough time to go around and there's enough energy to go around. There's enough money to go around and and you're going to make it, you're going to do it. You just have to put in a little effort every day or every week. Um, that I just, I just love that mentality shifting instead of saying, Oh, I'll have, I'll never have enough. I'll never, I'll never get there to anything can happen. It's just a matter of where I want to put my efforts. Right. Yes. My final thought is if you still can't wrap your head around the idea of investing in your, in yourself and you still have a hard time making the time and energy for that self-improvement, maybe it's time to talk to a therapist or a life coach. I have, in fact, I, I'm planning uh, to create a video all about how important counseling is for everyone. Sometimes there are just thought processes that we can't let go of and they're not serving us. And sometimes all we got to do is listen to like a life coach podcast or something, right? Sometimes yeah. we actually have to go pay a trained therapist <laughs> to walk us through, you know, maybe trauma or thought issues that we have from our past, but 
let that toxic stuff go, right? Don't waste decades of yeah. your life just going through the motions when you could be so much better. You could be so much more fulfilled. Yes, I agree with that so much. I have seen people carry baggage through life and hurt themselves and other people with it. And it's just it's just so sad to see them not ever have freedom from that. Yes, totally. I really think that we can chase our happiness best by creating and accomplishing physical, spiritual, social, and financial goals. Any, anything we want to accomplish, we can do it. Okay, so we have some recommendations for you. Um, we're going to link that Unclench article by Joanna Gaines, and we're also going to link to some inspiring women to follow on social media, not to beat yourself up about how you're not like them, but to help um, set your vision toward what were the two words that you use, Bonnie? Uh, abundance instead of scarcity. Yes. To open yourself up to abundance. Right. And my recommendation is that anchor planner I talked about, which is so great. Um, and I would also uh, add one final thing when looking at all these inspiring women to follow, realize that as a mom, sometimes it's your season to follow all the big dreams. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes your dreams will just be little for a while. Sometimes it will just mm -hmm. be, you know, fitness dreams and goals or um, improving your own home and your family. Um, so if it comes to you really have a dream to do something outside of your home, just really listen to that mom intuition. Is it is it the right time for you and your kids? And it might be and it might not be because both uh, Audrey and I have felt that as well, that it's not quite time to follow that or it is time to follow that. So, uh, you know, times and seasons for all things, but you can do it. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you've enjoyed this episode, we'd be so grateful if you'd leave us a written review on iTunes. If you have any questions or ideas for future episodes, you can reach us at outnumberthepodcast at gmail.com and find us on Instagram at outnumberthepodcast. See you next week. Hang on, there's a tractor. <laughs> I can Away, hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me start over again. I'm Farmland not sure what America. <laughs> Dude. Another tractor went by and that one had a dead cow on it. <laughs> what, what is happening in your neck of the woods? <laughs> you should. Oh, no. You should chase him down. Ask him if he's selling any beef. <laughs> Dead cow. That's awesome. That needs it's, to be an outtake. It, <laughs> it was this cow that um, we, when we go for a walk, we we always go past this cow, and it was it's it was this really pretty cow with this gorgeous hide, and he had these long horns. It was a Texas Longhorn or something. <laughs> and now he's dead. <laughs> Sorry, that threw me for a loop there. Wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I believe it would. <laughs> God, I gotta pull myself together. You gotta put the dead cow in the outtake. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>